to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're capping off Horror Month with 1978's Halloween, directed by John Carpenter and starring Jamie Lee Curtis. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? I don't know if it was his debut. I forgot to check. But um, I watched a movie from David Cronenberg from 1976 called Rabid. I think that is his first. Is it his first one? I think so. Okay. Is it good? It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, starring Marilyn Chambers from Behind the Green Door and other assorted adult films. Yeah. Um, she's excellent in it, and it's probably not as... I mean, you, you can tell that like he's working his way up into becoming a great filmmaker, because there's some there's some problems with it here and there, mm-hmm. but it's still really excellent, and it's it's a really weird idea for a first feature. I mean, like it's, it's a mm-hmm. woman who has a, like a, uh, a killer armpit. You know that, that that is that is, is that really it? yes, <laughs> that that's the story. If you told me that's what the movie's about, I would say, did David Cronenberg make it? Like <laughs> that's what would. I would say. Of course, <laughs> that's your first question. I know. <laughs> this man is just obsessed with with all things that can go wrong with 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 you know our corporeal uh, carriers. I mean, it's 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 um, it's unbelievable. Well, it's very fitting. Yeah, it is cool. Um, I watched a documentary called The Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this one? Uh, yes. It's very good. I've seen if you, that Oh, one. you have? Yes. It's on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. And this is a scary movie, man. Yeah. It's a documentary about sleep paralysis. For those who don't know, it's where you kind of wake up while you're sleeping and you can't move your body. Mm-hmm. And most people that it happens to, see they see things. Yes. like it, it could be just they're dreaming while they're awake. Uh, it's a lucid dream where they can't move. Or... Some people think it's supernatural, mm-hmm. uh, aliens, all kinds of stuff. But what this filmmaker does, I can't remember who did it. But um, It's the same guy who did Room 237. Yes, he did that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a great documentary, too. Right. Uh, but what he does is he's interviewing like maybe eight to ten people who have this, and they're telling their stories about what goes on and the things they see. But most of the movie is just like recreations. <laughs> that They're very like cinematic horror movie type stuff. Right. And... It's terrifying to watch these recreations as the story is being told as like a voiceover yeah. by these people. It is terrifying stuff. I know. And it, it, man, I, I don't know what to say. Well, this is one of the greatest documentaries I've seen. It's <laughs> it, so good. It is. And like, um, and, and even even when like nothing's happening, when it's just like the, the person's telling their story in voiceover and you're just like sort of like from the perspective of someone laying in bed in a dark room, mm-hmm. um, the doors will open and like something you might, you're not even really seeing anything at, at first. And then like shapes start to kind of materialize. Yeah. And, Man, you're 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 just it's heart pounding stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and and you still haven't even seen anything yet. And then when you do finally see something, it's not it's it's like they they they're they're so effective in what you would like imagine you're seeing in the dark. Yeah. It's yeah. wow, what a great movie! It's incredibly well done, and it's very like it's so unique. Mm-hmm. Like you see reenactments in yes. in documentaries yes. like this. It's like they're making a horror movie. I know. That's what it is. It's so cool. <laughs> right. So everyone should watch The Nightmare, man. It's pretty awesome. It is. Um, so everyone out there, I asked them what they've been watching, Dave. Mm-hmm. And Alan on Facebook says he's watched The Exorcist and Taxi Driver and Blade Runner. So wow, there you go. That, that, that's the, the Exorcist and Blade and, and Taxi Driver. We're right there with you. Yeah. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> And we're with you on Blade Runner too, but you know, you know our thoughts on that. Yeah, The Exorcist. Whew, I haven't seen that in ages. Yeah, I want to see it again. Yeah, uh, let's see if it holds up. Absolutely, and it does. I saw it recently. Okay. It does okay. hold up. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so everyone out there, let us know what you've been watching, and maybe we'll read it on there, like Alan. Mm-hmm. So last week, our question of the week it was, "What is your favorite Michael Rooker performance?" And Nolan says Merle on The Walking Dead. Yeah. Have you watched that, Dave? Yes, I have. Okay, I, I, I watched up to like season six and then I I, I haven't seen it since because the show was starting to upset me, you know, yeah. in, in in you know, like personally. Uh, I, I just I found I found it so dreadful and and not, not that the show is bad, but I just I just was like having nightmare scenarios of what the post apocalypse would be for me, and yeah, I stopped watching. It, it. it gets pretty. Dr- oh man, it's yeah. it's hard to watch. Right, sometimes. I can't watch this Nagin stuff. I, I can't do it. Yeah, so that's what he said. Um, thank you for that. And before that, we had what's your favorite film about witchcraft, mm-hmm. and we did, got late responses on that. Yeah, so Gabriel on Facebook says Warlock. Uh, Paul posted a gif of a cat on a broom dressed like Harry Potter. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) I guess he's into Harry Potter. Right. And Isa says, The Craft, Crucible, and Warlock. 
Okay. So there's a there's a trilogy of witches there. I was so glad that someone said The Craft because, you know, when we said, what's your favorite movie about witchcraft, I wanted either The Witch or The Craft. Yeah. You got you got two choices the there, right in the craft was the answer I expected. Yes, yes. So, so someone got it. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> and The Craft is totally underrated. Everybody should check that one out. There you go. There's a 90s film. <laughs> so now let's talk about this week's movie, Dave. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween. So why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay, so a synopsis of Halloween. Well, this is an iconic film, obviously. And the plot of the film is that uh, a child um, was in, was thrown into a mental hospital after he murdered his older sister. And uh, it's years later, and the child is now into a grown uh, has grown into a man, and he escapes the facility and is now wreaking... Uh, havoc in his hometown mm-hmm. um, and there's a doctor who was put in charge of him uh, who is trying to uh, corral this thing before it gets out of hand and he's quite unsuccessful and that's what we'll get <laughs> yeah, into he's not very successful no. you're right <laughs> he can't even kill him yeah this, this guy <laughs> Dr. Loomis is is wow we'll yep. get into it Sam Loomis man <laughs> Woo. played by Donald Pleasance the great Donald Pleasance you know he was the third choice for this did you know that no Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee turned it down. <laughs> what? God. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's insane. I would have thought that, I mean, wow, okay. I, I Wow. Isn't that cool, though? Yeah, that's kind of mind-blowing, actually. I think they get offered all kinds of stuff, and they're like, no. I know. No, no. Like, <laughs> ask me anything. You know, who, who was going to be Iceman yes. in Top Gun? Christopher Lee turned it down. Yeah. He had to, they, those guys get everything, probably. A shirtless volleyball with Christopher Lee. I, that sounds pretty great. Count Dooku yes. hitting a spike on Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, man. Where, where did this episode go all I of a sudden? Know, Holy shit. Right off the bat. Happy Halloween, everybody. So, yeah. Uh, this was John Carpenter's second. Third film, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, he had some su- success before this, but this is the one that really put him as a name. Yeah. You know, uh, this guy's got talent. Right. So, yeah, the movie is Michael Myers, everybody. You know yep. it. I mean, yep. you've probably seen this. We don't probably don't have to tell you everything that happens in the movie. Probably Basically, not. Yeah. Uh, he comes and he kills promiscuous teens. That's <laughs> kind of it. I know. Yeah. Yeah, th- th- there's... Uh, it's not a very sophisticated plot, um, which is fine because that's what you want in a movie like this. Mm-hmm. And and even though this genre was kind of just inventing itself at the time, right? Like like this one really kind of uh, set the rules for for what we know, you know, like to yeah. to, to be this kind of movie. And um, and at the time, it was it was semi groundbreaking stuff. Yeah, I wish I could have seen it like at the time. Me too. To, like just to see. You know, wow, this is something different, right? You know, right? Because there were slashery type movies before this, mm-hmm. but this was the film everyone copied. Yeah. when this came out, you know, you wouldn't have Friday the Thirteenth, Freddy Krueger, or Chucky, no. or anyone like right. wouldn't happen unless this film was made. So. Exactly, and and it, and it was probably one of the first films to like sort of develop. Like first horror films, I should say that that developed like super fan followings, you know? Yeah. Like like because because that became a thing. Like movie nerddom was already a thing, but not for like the the sub genre of the slasher. And this right. was might might have been one of the first. It probably was. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know it's credited right. as one of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like when we're um when we open on a POV shot. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, like a, a, a pretty cool effect. Um, I, I think the intro to the movie is one of my favorite things. Yeah. yeah I, 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 love I think it. so. Too. The little prologue in the beginning. Uh-huh. When, when, when the kitchen drawer opens and the knife comes out, the, the arm that reaches for it is like, it's clad in what looks like a clown outfit. You're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, like, well, what's what's going to happen here? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and while this is going on, you hear some kind of, uh, you know, stuff going on upstairs because, like, a, a young woman and a, and a young man have gone upstairs to, like, you know, uh, yeah, have sex. Yeah. And this uh, POV figure goes upstairs after the man comes down, like, like claiming he's going to call her. Yeah, he's, I think he's going on a rubber run. Yeah. That's probably what he's doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that, okay, so they didn't actually do anything up there, you think? Well, it was unless 19- this is I the mean, one minute man, I, I don't mean, know. I, I th- it was 1963. I don't think this dude has even heard of rubbers. Probably not. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, don't I, know. I think he finished quite early, and now he's going <laughs> to brag about that it guy, to his friends. He was he was done and fully dressed in 60 seconds. <laughs> I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry, Steve or whatever your name is. Does he have a name? He doesn't have a okay. name, and I actually feel different about it. Okay. I think that Michael. 
you need to kill this asshole who just used your sister, Michael, because like, like this guy, you know, he, he's going down the stairs and she's like saying, are you going to call me later? And he's got this smug look on his face like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll call you or whatever. And Michael just lets him pass. Then he goes upstairs and knifes his sister who's nude in front of the vanity. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem upset. About what just happened, though. I mean, like, I, don't... I, I, I get if, if it was maybe her, like, maybe she doesn't know that, that like, women can feel pleasure because it's yeah. 1963 and no one has educated anyone yet. Yeah. Um, which is, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, because this floppy haired asshole, you know, <laughs> like, just, just came in, did his thing and ran. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so do, I guess we can really dig into this important thing, but are they like boyfriend girlfriend? Is this a date? Like uh, no, this, I, I, th- I think I think they were. I think that she thinks they're boyfriend girlfriend. Okay, and, he, and this guy yeah. is just going to somebody else's house now. Okay, yeah, he's going to Annie's house now or something. I don't know. Well, Annie would be like eight. <laughs> Never mind. Three. Yeah, right. <laughs> going to Annie's older sister's place. Whatever. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> but yeah, Michael Myers is the boy who's. We're seeing through his eyes. Yeah. And before he goes into the bedroom to kill his sister, um, you see a, a mask on the ground, a clown mask. And the hand reaches out and grabs it. And then it puts it on its own face. Mm-hmm. And the camera is like it's wearing a mask. And we're looking through the eyes of a mask. That's it's, pretty awesome. It's pretty original <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like, I don't. E- you don't even see this nowadays. Like, right. It's just like, wow. And this is all an unbroken shot. Yep. Like, you start in the street, the camera goes up and looks in the windows, moves around the house a little, back and forth. It looks around as if it's like, oh, is anyone watching? Yeah. And then it goes in, gets the knife, sees the guy leave because he's a douchebag. <laughs> then it goes upstairs, puts the mask on, and then you walk in and he sees his sister there and she yells, Michael! Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get the stabs. You see the stabs coming right. through the screen, like the arm coming down and stabbing her. And she screams and falls down dead. Yes. Um... I think it's terrible acting here. Okay. She, she gets stabbed and is like, yeah. Ah! yeah. And then like <laughs> flops down. It's really bad. Uh, I know. It's yeah. really bad. Right. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it takes away from the moment because it's really tense up until that. Yeah. And then this, it's this terrible acting and it's like, wow, I'm not even scared anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's a shame actually because like yeah. the, the effect of, of like the POV stabbing thing. You're just seeing like a knife. Uh, well, you're not even seeing a knife come down necessarily. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing like the knife thrusts. Yeah, you're not seeing it go in right. to her body or anything like that, right? So because it's kind of almost uh, deliberately artificial that way, where, mm-hmm. where we're just being told that someone is being stabbed, it is kind of, um, you know, unfortunate that the performance they got out of the girl playing <laughs> Judith yeah. Myers yeah. just doesn't really, you know, like cut it. Right. Um, and, and if that's the best take they had, that's, oh, well, Whatever. I guess maybe they can fix it in post, but maybe they just didn't have the money to do so. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not going to say it was bad. It doesn't detract from it the doesn't rest make, of the film. It no. doesn't make the film any worse right. or any, anything. But uh, And when you're seeing it as a kid, that doesn't really affect you at all. Yeah, right. And you can even, I mean, if you want to get into Michael Myers' psyche, he yeah. apparently has... No emotions, no, right. he's, you know, what you think of as a psychopath, like sociopath or anybody, like they don't feel remorse. They don't know good from bad. Right. Like, and so like the artificiality, artificiality. I don't know what that yes. word is. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like just how it looks kind of cheesy uh-huh. and like, you don't really know what's happening. Like you don't see it and stuff. Like maybe that's how Michael is experiencing it. It's just like, this is happening and there is nothing. You don't feel anything. Oh, Okay. I don't know. So like the like the, that this... could be intentionally this way, because that's how the kids viewing it, so and we are viewing it from the kid. Wow, that's a hell of an yeah. Maybe so. Like maybe the maybe this technical this this um this technique they're using is to portray like disassociative you know yeah. like disorder. That that it could be because I know John Carpenter wrote the character like right. like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, he's supposed to be have no feeling and stuff. So. Okay. He could have thought of that. Right. I don't know. It's possible. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then the parents come home and say, Michael, and pull the mask off. And then we see it's a kid. And we're like, oh, okay. Yep. So an eight-year-old kid just killed some lady, and, which is his sister. And it's yeah. it's his older sister. Yeah. And, and they're just standing in the street while, while this kid in a clown costume, he's about maybe six years old, is like just holding a bloody knife. And the camera pulls back uh, to kind of show the, the rest of the neighborhood. And that's when the score kicks in with, you know, like... The, dun, 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 yes, dun, dun, that's right. Yeah, the the <laughs> piano. This this mm. like uh, this piano score that like is 
always in our heads, even when it's not Halloween. I um, love this score. I know. I think it's the best part of the movie. I would agree. Okay. Um, actually, because uh, like like the, there's the piano tinkling, and then there's like the dun dun, mm-hmm. dun dun. You mm-hmm. know, which like would I mean. You talk about people copying stuff. Oh yeah, I mean this is in every genre, really. Mm-hmm. Even even in a comedy where they're almost spoofing something that, that of this scenario, that they're using like John Carpenter's uh, Halloween as this. Yeah, um, and you can use that that piano score like in any situation in this movie, mm-hmm. which is what I which is what I love about it. And it's all throughout the movie. Yeah, it's based. I mean, it's mostly used for when Michael's looming around. Yeah, you know, Michael Myers is looking and stuff. You, you hear the music start to come mm-hmm. in, and right. you know it's there. And I think like the music makes the movie. Yeah, if this music wasn't here, I it would just suck. I I would think <laughs> okay. I, I don't think it would be good. <laughs> okay, it would just be boring and right. like non interesting and not scary. Yeah, yeah. It enhances a lot of stuff in this movie. Yeah, and it's a great score. I know it took him three days to compose this. Oh, that's pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad at all. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, and then we we get Whew. into uh like you know we we now meet Jamie Lee Curtis coming out of her uh uh-huh. her her house and uh, her absentee father um who we don't see for the rest of the film. Um, yeah, he tells her to take the keys to the old Myers house and yeah. drop it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's she's walking through the neighborhood and and uh, she meet we meet uh, Tommy the kid who she's gonna babysit that night. He's walking halfway to school with her, um, and like you said, she has to like drop the the keys to the Myers house, which is now a dilapidated mess, uh-huh. uh, you know, because no one wants it anymore because that's where something horrible happened, mm-hmm. and apparently the whole town knows about it. Mm-hmm. Um, how this guy's gonna sell that house, I don't know. Right. Uh, but I guess when you're not parenting your daughter, um, y- you have time to focus on these there things. You, go. <laughs> you know. <laughs> where, where do you get this from that he's absentee like, because we don't see him from the rest of the movie because he's like, not important to the story but he's like all he why is he having his look if i were a real estate agent i would not have my 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 kid who's already like you know thinking about the future like doing my deliveries for me so i i don't know i personally had a problem with you it. just don't like this guy i don't like him i don't like the cut of his jib i don't you like know? i don't like that stupid car with the with the the the, the <laughs> The sign on it, I don't like it. Right, fuck this guy. Yes. <laughs> I don't like the sheriff. Oh, I don't like Annie's okay. dad or whatever. Uh, th- this he guy, sucks. This guy, the, what a useless piece of shit this guy uh-huh. is. <laughs> I mean, he is horrible. He's not helping anybody. Jamie Lee Curtis is like scared and she's backing up and bumps into him. He's just standing there. And then he says what, like, everyone's entitled to a scare or whatever. Yes, like, yes. Like, maybe he's trying to scare her because it's Halloween. Why but are you standing Why would you, why would you stand there and wait for her to back into you? Probably so he can get his jollies. Oh, God. Which is disgusting. Yeah, I want his daughter's friend. He yes. wants to, you know, rub up against it. Oh, oh, oh man, fuck this, this cop. I know, I know. He's horrible. <laughs> he's not doing his job. He's, like, trying to get out of it later. Like, like you know, Loomis is, like, asking, can you hang around? Well, I'll, okay, oh. I need to go to bed. And he, God, he's not a good actor. <laughs> no, not really. And he has the worst dialogue. Okay. It's all <laughs> expositional bullshit. Yeah. That doesn't even need to be said. I like he, he's the worst. I hate this guy so much. Yeah. Ugh. And he, even at the end, he's talking to Loomis or something. He's. I wrote it down. He says, "I'll stay with you all night, but just to see if you're right. And if you are right, damn you for letting him go." It's just. It's very bad. <laughs> you're the sheriff, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you, if you want to blame this guy for letting Michael escape, fine. But now it's up to you yeah. to help this. Come on. You know, to actually catch him. You are the sh- you're, you're a cop. Yeah. He's in charge of this whole town, man. Uh, He's Brian Dennehy from First Blood. Yes, he should be. He should yeah, be a vigilant I, son of a bitch. That's what I want to see. That's what you need. Yes. You, you need an asshole to go out and get Michael Myers. <laughs> Not some idiot who can't smell weed in his daughter's <laughs> oh, car. Oh, oh, man. That scene is totally useless. That's outrageous. She's like, oh, no, my dad. Why did you pull up and talk to him? Why didn't she just drive by? You were clam baking yeah, in this car. Come on. <laughs> and Lori rolls down the window. And I mean that thing's got a reek. I know, man. I mean, oh. <laughs> and I give credit to Lori though. She's like, your dad had to smell it. She and does. She's like, like, no, yeah. my dad's an idiot. <laughs> well, you're right, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It's good that they actually acknowledge it that they had a big yellow joint going not two seconds before that window came it's a down. Cheech and Chong size <laughs> joint. <laughs> They pull up to the curb, and the Snoop Dogg smoke oh, just pours man. out, and he doesn't smell it. It's comically large. This just Jay, they're going back and forth, and this dude doesn't know. Oh, dude, you know John, that was John Carpenter's personal joint. It had to be. 
It had to be. He rolled that in everything. <laughs> That's right. Him and Adrian Barbeau. <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, he wasn't with her yet. Oh, he wasn't. No, because okay. he the whoever the producer was on this helped him write some of the stuff, and uh, oh, they were together okay. at this time. Okay, I forget who it is. I don't know. Okay, but yeah, maybe they got together after the fog. <laughs> that's that's that probably was two was. years later. Yes. So, yeah, uh-huh. that's probably where they met. All right. Um, so yeah, back to Halloween. <laughs> I'm kind of bashing this movie a little bit. I know. You'll well, just tell me. I'll you just tell, tell you how what, I feel yeah, about it right how, now. Like, yeah, it's okay. Okay. I, it's not a bad movie, yeah, but it's not a great movie. Okay, it's more important to what it did for the horror genre right. and for John Carpenter's career and stuff, which I th- he's made better movies than this. Yes, and I, it's an okay movie. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't hate it, but I don't love it. That that's yeah. that's totally fair. Um, because when um, I I saw this when I was a kid for the first time, and I was really scared by it. And then I saw it as an adult, like maybe I was maybe like twenty twenty years old or something, mm-hmm. and like I remember unfortunately, wondering when things were going to happen because I didn't remember a lot of it. Yeah, that was one of my problems. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of slow. It drags. It's a little too... Like, there's like 10 scenes of Michael Myers following someone in a car. I know. Like, they don't need all that. And and there, there, and within those those 10 kind of, like, uh, less exciting scenes, if you if you cut maybe seven of them, then, then you've got, like, something yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and even within those scenes, there, there, there's some, like, good techniques that you know that, like, John... Uh, talented filmmaker who's kind of like finding themselves like John Carpenter mm-hmm. you can tell that like oh there's like sort of flashes of like brilliance in here in pieces mm-hmm. like like I remember when um when when we see the station wagon he, he stole Dr. Loomis's station wagon Michael yeah. Myers yeah during the escape <laughs> that scene is ridiculous <laughs> and it's got like again the, these cars <laughs> in the 70s that had like businesses you know painted on them mm-hmm. uh, like it's like you know uh state mental asylum you know mm-hmm. a property of of whatever and it's like yeah. And he's just driving it around in coveralls and a Halloween mask. Yep. And no one thinks anything of it. Um, we don't know who this dude is. But like like the, the, the car, we haven't yet seen Michael Myers in the traditional Michael Myers garb. Yeah. And the, the, the station wagon pulls up and is like like slowing down to like look at Lori and Annie. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, oh, they're, they're probably not going to show Michael Myers in this. I didn't remember. Yeah. But then you look, and it's Michael Myers driving the car. Right. And he, his head is turning and yeah. looking at him as yeah. he's driving by. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Which is cool. Like, that's really cool about this because he's just a man. Mm-hmm. And I know John Carpenter even told him, like, you know, don't walk like a monster or or anything like act like a man that's cool. like that's where the scary part is because this is a person coming yeah. after you right that's terrifying you don't want a, a crazy person doing this to you right exactly <laughs> and because that's even more likely than a supernatural killer yes. happen because that's not going to happen but <laughs> who knows i know <laughs> and even if it's attacking you on halloween it's it's got no significance other than he just happened to kill his sister on halloween night you yeah know, that's just that's that's why he's doing this right um and there's some inconsistency with the supernatural power of Michael Myers. Yeah. Um, like, like throughout the movie, we, he, he seems to de- kind of develop almost, um, like, uh, imperviousness to any kind of pain. Yeah. And super um, strength. Yes. And yeah. Yes. Um, he can, he can survive a back first fall off of a balcony. Yeah. After being shot six times. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just like, like you see him struggling to live and crawling away. He's like, just disappears. He's gone. He's like, shit, I, mean, I gotta get out of here. Yep. Get up, brush, brush the dirt off his overalls and he, he whatever. Pro- he probably sat up stiff as a board, just like he did after the yeah, wire right, hanger yeah. incident. <laughs> and I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what that's, I don't know what that's, that's implying. I mean, like, like because we're, we're we're told that he's just a mental patient. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just a guy who has nothing going on upstairs, and he's right. just ruthless. Uh, maybe it's like old boy. Where like like he, <laughs> he just gets stabbed like sixty times and it doesn't affect him. I don't know. Right there, there's a there's a hallway scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> I mean, that would no, be there's really a cool. ha- if he had a hammer instead of yeah. a knife. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to watch old. Boy. I want to see a Korean version of Halloween. <laughs> yes. Dude, that'd be pretty cool. It would be brutal. Yeah, I mean like oh like, yeah. It, Oh man, I, I I I don't think we could take it. Probably not. You know, I, don't, I don't know. It would just be like almost so unrelenting. Um, like, have you seen all the Halloween movies? I, we got to talk about the franchise a little since we're talking about Halloween. Right. Have, have you seen a lot of them or a couple? I, I've or seen like, one through three. 
Okay. And then the one that we watched a long time ago, the the one with uh, Halloween with, Resurrection. Yes. Yes. Yeah, with Busta Rhymes. With Busta Rhymes. Trick right. or treat, motherfucker. Yes, yeah, that yes. one. Mm-hmm. What a. <sighs> I man, yeah. <laughs> they get worse and worse as uh-huh. they go. Actually, Halloween H two O is like okay as okay. a film. Yeah. It's it's a scream copy from the late nineties. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember we talked about that one like yeah. when we we're like tr- like talking about whether the faculty was like better than stuff and, and yeah. the faculty is certainly better than Halloween H2O. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's this movie's superior. Yes. But uh the first one is, but yeah, that one is tolerable, mm-hmm. but it, it, that's what you get. It's a scream copy from the late 90s. So I expect that. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be kids wearing Tommy and, yeah. and saying smart ass things. Oh dude, you could smell the hill figure. Yes. It's, it's pretty <laughs> bad. Michael Myers is wearing a polo. Like it is <laughs> Everybody looks like Jared Leto and <laughs> You know, <laughs> um, dude, Josh Hartnett is in that too. Uh, is he? I feel like he is. Yes, uh, I think he's Jamie Lee Curtis's son. Okay, I, what, what what's <laughs> happening right now in my head is just like a montage of like posters of these kinds of movies, mm-hmm. which were all the same. Like the, yep. it was a black background, and there's like the the, the heads of the stars. Yep, yep. And it, they're 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 all like like lined up either across from one mm-hmm. another into a vanishing point. Yep. Or um. You know, it's it's the scream cover, yep. like and, yeah, that's all it is. Halloween H two O had it. Everyone, yep. oh, and LL Cool J was on there. <laughs> this is, they had to start putting hip hop artists into the, these movies. I mean, th- because it's the cool new hip yeah, it, horror movie that was the style at the time. Yes, uh, man, fuck. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've seen most of them. I don't think I've seen two or three. Oh really? I've seen most of them though. Well, in two, like it's it's a continuation of this story, but yeah, then yeah. three is a total. Yeah, departure. I know three is a total departure, and four they come back to Michael Myers. Yes, I I think I saw the fourth one when I was like ten. Okay, I don't remember. I don't know, but right. I've seen most of these. Yeah, six is terrible with Paul mm-hmm. Rudd. By yeah, the way, yeah, that one sucks. Um, yeah, the worst one is Busta Rhymes though. Right. No, I remember when we did a podcast a long time ago. Not even this show. It was an old podcast we used to do. We did that Halloween Resurrection. And before that, the night before, I also watched Halloween 6 just to get more Halloween under my belt. Oh, yeah. And that, talk about a double header that from hell. Do you want to kill yourself after you watch them? Well, and it Those pro- two movies suck. Yeah, I, I know. Like, like, it's just four hours of the worst shit you can find. And it probably, like, just made... If you did that now, it would confuse you when we do our show, you know, because like you'd be talking about Paul Rudd, Bill. What? Well, well, then they have like all this mythology and stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's these like druids and crap that have put a curse on the Myers family, and like, it, and that's why he's invincible. And like, it's just all this crap that comes out. It's stupid. <laughs> like, like John Carpenter isn't anywhere like near related to to it by the <laughs> no, I mean, no, like, no, no, like no. whatever whatever vision he had is just like yeah, it's totally been bastardized. Yes, like it's yes. terrible. Like all the franchises, of that, course. You know. <laughs> I know. Like we, we always, we always try to rank these franchises. Oh, what's the best movie? Well, obviously, the first one is the best in almost every case. Usually, almost, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I know that the like Dream Warriors and Nightmare on Elm Street has its defenders, which is I'm one of them. Yeah. But like, like it doesn't mean that it's like we we know that the whole thing, the reason the franchise exists, is because the first one was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. And in this in this case too, even though we're kind of like you know ripping on Halloween one, um, it's mm-hmm. still like in at its core, it's a quality film. Yeah, it's good. It's well made. Yeah. I think technically it is far superior than like the story. Yes, I yeah. th- that that's that's I think that's what gives it like makes it last is is that. Yeah, and I mean it looks good. Yeah. Like they, they he has Dean Cundy on the camera here. World-class cinematographer. And man, th- you know, this steady cam stuff he's doing is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Like it is so good. It creates tension. Yeah. And it's not like shaky either it's just god he's so good at it like uh showing you know what's on and off the screen and creating tension just through the camera work right really good stuff even if they didn't make the best movie you can tell that they're like they're they're just like they're already masterful they just need to focus themselves Mm -hmm. god i mean because four years later you have the thing yeah and 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 both of those guys again collaborating so good yeah um and in, in this movie, did you notice they're watching the thing, they're the nineteen fifties thing? Yes. Oh, it's so good. I know. Especially watching it now, you're like, oh, dude. <laughs> and you know that's J- John Carpenter, like saying, all right, we got to put these little kind of like throwback like yeah. thingies like in here. Like these are the old horror movies I grew up on. Right. And, like so, he's got them watching the old horror marathon. You know. And yeah. All these old scary movies, and then four years later, he remakes the thing, <laughs> and creates a superior version of it. I know. That's insanely good. And you know, like. Like watching it now, and they're watching the they're watching the fifties 
sci-fi version of the thing on mm-hmm. TV, you know that the thing's script was sitting in his bottom drawer right when they were making Halloween. Yeah. Like it's 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 on he's <laughs> he's got like 20 pages in. Um he wants to do this and it's going to happen. It's so good. I know. Um so basically what ends up happening is Michael Myers is stalking Laurie Strode, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis's character. And you see him, she like keeps looking out the window and he's like standing there and then he's gone. And then yeah. she sees him behind a bush and then he's gone. Like this happens for about 80 minutes. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you finally get to the good stuff. Like, I'm not saying that's bad stuff, uh-huh. but it's too much. We already said like yeah. cut out 75% of this stuff and just, <laughs> there you go. But, um. It all it all culminates where her and her friend are like babysitting two kids yeah. who live across the street from each other, right. and Michael Myers starts killing people in uh, the other house, not Jamie Lee Curtis's house. I think Annie is the name of her friend. Yeah, Annie is her friend. Okay. Um, Annie and Linda are the two friends. Yeah, Linda's the one who's just trying to screw her boyfriend. Yeah, all the time. Right. <laughs> Annie wants to screw her boyfriend, but she's stuck babysitting. Yeah, and then Lori is. You know, the the Girl Scout is what they call her. Uh-huh. You know, she's actually having fun with the kids and not thinking about sex, you know? <laughs> she actually is focused on on the tasks she's being paid right, to like do. Right, like taking care of a child yeah, that she's being paid. responsible. Yeah, right, yeah. She's being responsible. <laughs> she, she's not... Oh, and, you know, like, as far as Annie's... <laughs> You know, Annie, like you said, she, she wants to go off with Paul, but she has to babysit Lindsay. And when she's making hot chocolate for Lindsay in the kitchen, she, like, spills something on herself uh-huh. while, while she's talking to Lori on the yeah. phone. And she... She strips nude in the kitchen. Yep. Like, oh, I got this on. I got a stain on my shirt. <laughs> you don't do that in someone else's house with the child, like, like in the kitchen with an eyeshadow of you. <laughs> that's exactly what my wife said. Oh, she's, really? like, she's like, why would you? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. It's Halloween. I guess. I, guess, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it doesn't make sense. Oh, and she puts man. just on like like a, a button up work like a guy's men's shirt for work like just... it's a really sensual sexy look. Oh yeah, I mean, when you're wearing so a she's... men's shirt in the kitchen and underwear. I mean that, that yeah. that's yes of course when a lady's doing that I should yeah. say you know when a man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so Michael Myers. Um, geez, I don't even remember what happens. Well, there's he a... tries to kill her. Yeah, he does. Because there's know. like a there's a there's a sort of a. It's weird that like this house that, that Annie's babysitting at has like a carriage house that's also the laundromat. Yeah, like out, out back. Yeah. A, a detached from the main home. Yes. So she goes back there to do the laundry and mm-hmm. Michael is looking at her and you think he's going to kill her. He doesn't. Uh, she ends up getting like out of it and then like she doesn't even know he's there. Right. Like she, she's scared because she can't get out mm-hmm. and then she ends up getting out because the girl helps her. Yes. And then she calls Paul and says, hey, I'm going to come over and we're going to get down to business. <laughs> I'm going to drop off this kid with Lori across the street and we're doing this. Yeah. Um, so, so that's what happens. And then Linda and her boyfriend show up to the house that's now vacant because yeah. the kids across the street and, you know, Annie's with Paul somewhere. Well, she got killed in the garage by oh, Michael did, Myers. Did she not leave yet? Nope. Okay. Because uh, like Linda... Oh, yeah. She goes back to like get yes. her clothes. Yes. So. Okay. Yeah. She goes out of the laundry room, gets clothes, uh, gets, yeah, be- yeah, gets, yeah. gets, you know, gets in the car and she's about to go over to Paul's and get, you know, get it down. Oh, and... yeah. He's behind her in the car. Yeah. And okay. he, he strangles her in the car. I think it's it was a good touch where she goes to the car, tries to open it. It's locked. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, the keys. And she goes back and gets the keys and she comes back and she doesn't use the keys to unlock the door and she just opens it. Yeah. So it was locked. She comes back, doesn't unlock it, and it's unlocked already. Okay, yeah, so yeah. So you know he's in the car. Of course. It, that's really cool. I yeah, like that a lot. It, it's a good telegraph for uh-huh. the killers around. You're yeah. like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's the now overused behind you in the car, you know, it strangle you. Right. Yeah. Right. So. He he gives her a clemenza. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> I'd rather get it from clemenza, oh, actually. Oh, me too, yeah. dude. Yes. I want, I want him to just go, hello, Carlo. Yeah. You know, get some piano wire That would there. be funny. Yeah. <laughs> get garroted by him <laughs> all right um so yeah then michael he, he, michael myers has killed um like annie and and it's a really weird shot where like the 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 kids tommy and Lindsay, are sitting in in um the doyle house like watching the thing and um they're they throughout the night they've been talking about the boogeyman oh yeah yeah cause some kids at the playground were teasing right. him yeah. right uh-huh. so then tommy goes to the window and it, you can see the, the house that annie was babysitting in across the street and Michael Myers is carrying Annie's corpse through the front yard. Yep. Like in a really wide shot. And it's it's kind of scary, you know, just to, if you think about like that situation happening in your neighborhood. Yeah. And it's 
just just doing it without even considering people might be watching nope. or anything. He's just like walks out mm-hmm. very carefully and just takes her in the front door like he's carrying in groceries. Yeah, you know? exactly. This yeah. is nothing to him. Yep. And the kids see him and they keep saying the boogeyman and, you know, Laurie Strode's trying to tell right. him, you know, hey, there's no boogeyman, whatever. Right. Um, even though she's been seeing them all night too, just look out the I window. Know. You know these kids. When are the being kids truthful. are saying, "Look out the window, do it." It's not Mercy and Jonas who are like, yeah, yelling yeah, boogeyman yeah. here. You know, like these are like normal Phillip's kids like yes. hiding in that house out back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dude, <laughs> you've been. If you saw that guy, you'd be like, "That's that motherfucker." Exactly. I got, that's the guy in that car. Exactly. That's a crazy dude. Yes, this guy who's been following me for the last six hours. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, then, then this is when Linda and Bob is it. What's his name? Bob. Bob. Oh yeah, I dude. Hate Bob. Bob. I hate Bob. I hate Bob worse than that douche from the first. Season. I love Bob. Do you? Oh man. <laughs> I think I love Bob because of his uh, his death. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, yeah. anyway, this Led Zeppelin looking motherfucker <laughs> is. I love Zepp, by the way. But anyway, he is. They're they're gonna get it on. In the house. they I guess they do. They do. Or he's trying to, but he can't because the phone keeps ringing and he can't answer it because it's someone else's house. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. Okay. Because she's like mad at him. Because he yeah. can't. I mean, he can't focus, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes downstairs to get beer, which is a good call. And <laughs> he, the door like cracks open and he's like, what? And he goes and checks it out and opens another door. And this is another thing influence mm-hmm. from the original thing with the doors and shit. He opens it, and then Michael Myers is blam right there. Right. Pins him against the wall and lifts him with one hand by his neck. And then I really like how it's one stab, like just a carefully placed stab. Michael Myers just like chink. Yes. And then he lets go of him, and he's pinned to the wall by this one butcher knife. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, that's bullshit. It wouldn't. He wouldn't. <laughs> Your your biggest kitchen knife would not hold up a 180-pound man against Prob- the wall. Probably but. <laughs> not. N- not. But anyway, you know, it's um, cool. It is cool because, yeah. like, like I think that John Carpenter may have invented the choke slam. You think so? You I think mean, the Undertaker got this from him? I'm thinking so because I had never seen anyone lift someone off the ground like, like that, like, uh-huh. like with one hand uh-huh. until... And it's 1978, so I, I, this is unprecedented. Dude, I think I think the Undertaker and John Carpenter are buddies. <laughs> They can, got like oh, the same dealer or something. I, like. uh, yes, exactly, dude. You, you know what? Honestly, you can picture them hanging out. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would not be surprised in that in the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the coolest death in the movie. I love it. Can I tell you the reason I hate Bob? Why do you hate Bob? Because when when him and Linda first arrive, Linda's played by PJ Souls, by the way, from uh, Rock and Roll High School. Okay, movie. there you go. Yeah. Um, but the, when they arrive at the house. They they they're 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 sitting outside in the car and they say we're gonna uh, and then I'm gonna take your clothes off oh and then okay, I'm gonna take yeah. your clothes off and then Bob says then we rip Lindsay's clothes off what the fuck are you talking about okay yeah Lindsay's the girl the Lindsay's little the girl. nine year old kid okay yeah what is he talking is he yeah. saying we're gonna involve this kid I in our sex yeah all right yeah that's right that's, he sucks Bob sucks yeah, yeah. and and like and Linda's kind of joking. into it I hope he's joking too because like it, it's a it's a really sick joke to make and, and e- even if he's joking I hope he dies <laughs> yeah you shouldn't joke about that <laughs> with his fucking junior soprano glasses said, like, and him. then we'll take Annie's clothes off or then we'll take Lori's like pick sure. someone who's your age exactly <laughs> you're, you're trying to angle this threesome pick someone pick one of your classmates not the kid oh you fucking All right. scum. You've turned me, Dave. Thank you. Bob yes, yes. deserves to get stabbed yes. to a pantry. <laughs> yes. He got off easy when you consider all everything. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then he goes upstairs and he he dresses like a ghost. Yeah. He's like he's like Alec Baldwin in Beetlejuice. <laughs> he's got a sheet over him and he has Bob's glasses over the sheet. It's a pretty good effect. Honestly, <laughs> I, so I he's like it. pulling a trick on yeah. on, uh, on Linda, Linda here. I hate this. <laughs> okay. I think this is stupid <laughs> and ahead. out of character and ridiculous. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't you're think right. Michael you're Myers right. would do this. You're you're right about like the characterization. Certainly, this doesn't this doesn't feel like a Michael Myers kill. I like it. Like this would be good in a different kind of horror movie. Like, yeah. but th- Michael Myers is supposed to be this 
one thought killing machine or right. something like you not not this clever i'll pull a prank on you and trick you mm-hmm. like i i don't know i think it's completely out of his character and there's almost no reason for him to do it because like he he could just he should just come up the stairs knowing someone else is up there and just maniacally come through the door and and you know stab yeah. linda yeah like it's not bad in the movie but it's like i said i, I it doesn't fit with this right but it's done well and it's to good effect and he gets the kill. Yeah. He, he sneaks in behind her and strangles her with the phone cord. Right. While Linda's calling Lori and she keeps like screaming and moaning. And she thinks, you know, they're, they're, they're messing with her. Yeah. Like they're getting it on. Right, and like, right. hey, listen to us. Yeah. Because <laughs> your friends apparently do that to you. Her friends are I, I, shitty. I, I, they are. I mean, like, like, because, because, yeah, she, she's thinking, oh, you guys. I mean, does this happen to Lori? Right. Quite yeah. Often? Like, oh, not again. Yeah. Come, come oh, on, man. Lori gets some new. Uh, she can't wait to get to college. Oh yeah. Dude, you know, you know it. <laughs> get out she of She wants out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking place, man. <laughs> I'd want to get out of Haddonfeld. I, I, I would. Too. No one wants yes. to live there. No, no, and I wouldn't want to hang around <laughs> with that with that sheriff who's not doing shit. Yeah, fuck oh. that guy again. <laughs> and you know, honestly, throughout this whole throughout this whole he discussion, needs to die. how does he not? How is he not killed by Michael? Myers? Because he's a fucking idiot. I mean, and he's just wherever he's just wandering around. Yeah, I guess fighting be, crime because he's not doing his job. He's right, not killed yeah. by Michael Myers. He's getting donuts and coffee. Yeah, all day. He is never where he's supposed to be. Even in the end, when there's like shots ringing out, when Donald Pleasant is emptying the clip, mm-hmm. um, like like th- this guy's nowhere to be found. And and like throughout this whole thing, throughout throughout all this stuff that's happening in the evening, um, Donald Pleasant's Sam Loomis, the doctor, he he's like he's standing at the Myers house, like behind one of the bushes. Yeah. Because he knows, like, through through going through the him and the sheriff that, like, Michael's been there. There's, like, evidence that he was there today. Right. Um, and they're waiting for him to come back. Yes. And it's kind of established that, like, the Myers house is is semi-close to, like, the Doyle house and the place that Annie's been. Yeah, like a few blocks down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in the area. And at, finally, like... When Donald, when when Sam Loomis has has like decided that I can't just wait here forever because there's already been three jump scares with the sheriff on oh, me now. Right. Yeah. He does the same thing he to keeps Loomis. Coming up behind him. Why is he? Where where shoes that announce sneaky, your presence? If you're this sneaky, <laughs> can't you sneak up on the killer? Yes. And get him. Come Thank on. Thank you, please. <laughs> God. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sheriff Brackett. Fuck this dude. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> and and then that's funny, and that's what he says you know something about like oh I gotta go to bed doctor you know and and he's he's like threatening he's not gonna help him anymore yeah and that's when he's like if you're right damn you if you're right damn yeah, you oh, yeah like yeah oh. well that's some go, ominous shit yeah go to an acting class please <laughs> right oh fuck that. oh man so then like Loomis just like st- strolls through the neighborhood casually. He's just wa- have, having he sees his car a, up the yeah, block. Yeah, because yeah. he saw the he saw the 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 mental pace, the, the mental car. asylum car, yeah. and instead of like rushing to it and then like opening it up and like looking rifling the glove compartment and and figuring things out, he just like he continues his kind of <laughs> yeah, like he just like strolls around. Yes. I mean, there, he went. He knows he went that way. Right. Somehow. Somehow. Yeah. He, yeah. It's bullshit. Right. He doesn't. Um. <laughs> He's just probably tried to get away from the sheriff. Like, this guy keeps sneaking up on me. This <laughs> idiot. He won't help me. He's just trying to scare me. Yes. Oh. This is Halloween is the sheriff's favorite night of the year. And oh, April Fool's Day, probably. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Imagine this yes. guy on April Fool's Day. Oh, man. Dude. Well, and, and we, we already know how I feel about people who prank people. <laughs> You know, like, talk about deserving death. Yeah. You know, anybody who pulls pranks as an adult, even as a kid, fuck you. Even Michael Myers pretending to be Bob, yeah, he deserves death for that. Honestly, That's the bad, yes. That prank. That, that is, yes, yes. Michael I, Myers doesn't prank people. Come on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And honestly, why didn't the sheriff put in a, put out, like, just an APB on that station wagon? Because he's an idiot. I mean, like, like I don't, I, you'd find it in 10 minutes. I know. Even, even he's been cruising the town all day. He's been driving all over the place, and and like like Michael's been driving around like slowly through the town all day with a Halloween mask on, wearing black coverall. He couldn't look more conspicuous. He's standing in front of the school and scaring children in this mask. 
Okay, um, th- th- there's 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 teachers certainly milling around there. Uh. There's like uh, you know, like the principal and stuff. Sheriff, I saw a steely-eyed, masked, six-foot-six maniac in the school on school property. Can you do something, please? Yeah, I yeah. just saw him. <laughs> He's driving around in a station wagon from a mental asylum. You know, it's a pretty easy catch. Again, like we, this is the progenitor of all these movies that came after it. Like, yeah. Even the bad stuff was copied. Like I know, yeah, yeah so right, right. It's their fault. It's John Carpenter's <laughs> fault. You know, uh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so now they're all dead, mm-hmm. and Michael comes for Lori. Well, Lori goes across the street, checks yes. on her friends, and there's he's made like a tableau now on the bed. Michael has like yeah. there's a dead body, and the, his mother's tombstone is there. Yes, that he stole. You know, he's arranged Annie's body in the bed. Yeah, I guess he's recreating something. Mm-hmm. Right. And then like Linda's in like a closet and yep. Bob's hanging from the rafters or right, something. Right. You get some jump scare stuff. Um, and then Michael comes after Lori here mm-hmm. and he, he comes from behind and stabs at her and misses. <laughs> he's full on whiffs on he a just, stab. Like, whiffs and he like kind of <laughs> like just gently grazes her arm. Yeah. Gives her a superficial Dude, wound. what? What? <laughs> And it's not even like maybe the mask. Like a, it's hard to see out of the mask. I don't know. So, maybe you have no perception. It, it's is possible, she running yeah. from him? Even I don't even know if she's because it's it's a really cool thing. Like yeah. she's screaming and she's like backed into a, a door, uh-huh. and like the door to her left is open, and you see his mask just kind of fade into it the just dark. You materializes see it. like yeah. it's just he's like kind of moving in a little more into the light. Right. It's really cool. Yep. You see him show up there. And then he surprise attacks her and whiffs. Like, it's like, come on. And then she, like, falls down the steps, too. Which, I mean, it looks like a pretty violent fall. Dude, you does, know? dude you'd be dead. She goes backwards over the banister and, like, lands on the bottom stairs. I mean, yeah, like, neck first. Are they related? Is that what happens later in that the series? That happens later, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's why she's invincible. Because oh, they're both, they can both oh, fall right, off right. two to three story buildings and uh, and live. Well, you know what? That's consistent. Then, okay, honestly, because so, so like Laurie Strode has the same adamantium skeleton that Michael Myers has. <laughs> you know what? It checks out. Right? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> but anyway, then she runs across the street to to get help. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She tries to get the neighbor to help him, and the neighbor oh. just like looks out the window and then turns the lights. Talk off. about deserving death too. That Michael fucking should neighbor. kill this guy. I know because he full on looks out through the blinds, sees a, a hysterical young girl, bloodied girl, bloodied girl, like saying, "Please help me." And it's it's like the nicest kid in in in, in the neighborhood who everybody knows. Oh yeah, that's that straight arrow, Lori. Yes, exactly. I need to help her, and <sighs> and he closes the blinds and turns his lights off. You fuck. Yep. Oh man, Michael Myers should be in this dude's house cutting his ass up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um and then she runs back to her house and the kids let her in and Michael comes to their house mm-hmm. and and gets in the window, I guess. And she ends up stabbing him in the neck with some like knitting sticks or whatever. It's like a crocheting yeah. thing. And yeah, she, and like she, a crochet needle yeah, or something. Yeah, and she gives a like a like a real she's really good with with this crocheting needle cuz she oh, just yeah. like without even almost looking she gets jabs him right in the jugular, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, nice one. Uh-huh. And then he falls down dead, right. quote unquote. Right. Um and then you get I don't even remember what happens. All I know is he's chasing her and he tries yeah. to get her. He does another stab. I think he pops up behind the couch and does a stab. He does. And misses again. He misses again. He hits a cushion. Yeah. And then she, and then that, that, that causes her to, uh, to run up the stairs. And uh, and she hides in a closet with like yeah. a, a louvered uh, surface on the door. She hides the kids in one closet or something and uh-huh. she goes in. A, she opens the window to maybe trick him to think they left yes. out the window yes. and then she hides in the closet yeah which is i mean it's fine because because i mean Lori's the best person in the in the uh, obviously in the story yeah. and she's the smartest person mm-hmm. um so she she tries to stage it like like she jumped out the window or whatever yeah. and she hides the kids and that's great um she tells them you know which is cool because it's like i don't want to involve these children and probably john carpenter who was like well we probably shouldn't have the kids milling about and yeah. you know so just get them out of there and when she hides in this closet she ends up like Michael busts through the, the the slats of this door and like is about to come down again. And she had taken a wire hanger and straightened it out. Yeah. And she gets him again. Right in the eye. Right in the eye. Mm-hmm. I love I love the closet scene. Yeah, me too. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Right. Because uh, she's cowering in the corner over there. She's getting ready to stab him with this thing, but she's still terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Be- yeah, exactly. She, she does not become 
uh, Juno. You know, yeah, it's like, not- like it's not that. I mean, she, <laughs> she's a terrified kid yeah. who's being stalked by this guy and she's doing all she can to survive, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm going to stab him in the eye with a with a wire hanger. And hopefully that does the job. Yep. And then he falls down dead again. Right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she gets out of the closet and does she grab the knife from him or just leave it there? I can't remember. Um, the knife. But what she needs to do is stab this dude. She needs to get she out of the to closet. Just stop crying in the hallway. Well, and and that's I I, I get thought the, the kids same and thing. run. I thought the same thing. Like like get either get the kids and run, or I guess it's probably not in Laurie Strode's nature to just like stomp this guy's head into jelly. Right. Yeah, yeah. She wouldn't you know, do that. I mean, so I I guess her only move is to to like you know, to, I I can't remember now. Do, does she get on the phone and call somebody? No, she just sits. In the doorway and cries. Oh right, yeah. Just and, she's reeling from the situation. Yeah, and yes. her and she's looking away from the scene. You yeah. know, so Michael Myers is behind her, and I think the kids are still in a closet in there. <laughs> and and then you know, like he says, he's stiff as a board, just like <laughs> like he just... sits up. He does a God. This guy's abs have to be like oh my dynamite. God, Come I on, know. he's like <laughs> Lenny Poffo in the, under that suit. I mean, and like, and and yet, you know what? We mentioned the Undertaker earlier. That's what the Undertaker does. Yeah. Michael Myers no sold Laurie's wire hanger attack. God. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, the Undertaker definitely has influence from this movie. That's got to be where he exactly. got the joke slam yes. and the setup. And yes, God. this is wow. We've uncovered something, Mark Calloway. And there's the tombstone on the bed. Absolutely, he had to take that. Absolutely, yep. he's like, "There's a tombstone. Yep. That's a tombstone pile driver." That's I'm, I'm going to do the same move everybody's been doing for 40 years, but call it a tombstone. Yep, and then it becomes huge. <laughs> it's your trademark. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god! Oh. Naming your wrestling moves like something else is always great. I, I know, love it. Like, I know. Uh, like I'm gonna do my my power bomb. <laughs> well, that's just a regular power bomb. What, it's, it's, the, it's the super bomb it's, though. It's the like, jackknife. Oh yeah, it's you know, a jackknife. Yeah. My my all time favorite was when Raven, um, <laughs> like his finishing move was a DDT. And uh-huh. He called it the even flow. Oh yeah, the, and I was like, oh, god, oh I remember yes, yes, the even flow DVT, DDT. Beca- oh, because he is a grunge hero. Yep. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, like he's yep. he's a brooding guy, and and I'm gonna do the even flow. God, fuck that. <laughs> I love it. And the rock bottom. Mm-hmm. That's kind of just a, a weird choke slam. It, it kind of, yeah, kind of so. <laughs> exactly. Um. Uh. The 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 perfect plex is just a fisherman suplex. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sweet chin music. Yeah. It's just a kick to the face. <laughs> just a super kick to the face. <laughs> Sweet chin music. <laughs> We're getting off the rails yeah, here we are. so exactly. far. I know, yeah. Um, uh, so Michael Myers sits yeah. up. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> he does an Undertaker. Yes. And, <laughs> and, um, and like, like this is the, the, the last kind of battle because then he comes over to Lori again and that's when Loomis finally arrives. Yeah, because he starts to choke Lori. Yes. Um, and Loomis is just meandering out in the street <laughs> <laughs> and he hears screaming and he runs into the house and then he puts six right into Mike. <laughs> Had a fully loaded yeah. pistol, mm-hmm. just like concealed in his raincoat. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And earlier in the movie, like <laughs> like the, the the sheriff like semi called him out on. He's just like, look, I got a permit. I got a permit, and he pulls it out and yeah. shows him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his gun and his permit are right yeah, next to each other exactly. in his pocket, like just in case, you know. Man. <laughs> um. But like, the, the, this is also the the moment when Michael is unmasked. Yes. Right before he gets shot. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like Lori is trying to fight him off and she gets him like, she pulls like, the mask up over yeah. his head and you see him for a split second. Right. It's just a man. It's just a guy. Yeah. His eye is messed up because yeah. it got stabbed, I yes. guess. So, uh, and then he stops choking her to put his mask back on. Right. Um, which I read some stuff about it. Like people are interpreting that as like being this nothing, like this blank, you know, the shape or whatever they call uh-huh. him. Like, He's the shape. The, yeah. Right. Uh, is it more important than killing her is that he is like representing this or something. Okay. Like, like he has to be covered up this blank face and everything like that. So I don't know. It's more important than actually the killing. Well, that makes sense because like, like two different people are portraying this character yeah. as an adult. You have the shape played by Nick Castle mm-hmm. and then some other actor is playing uh, like the unmasked version of Michael Myers. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I guess that makes sense that like, you know, I, I guess when you have the mask on, you have the whole get up, you're just, you're not a human. You're right. You're yeah. Just, uh, you know, a nothingness. Yeah. That's what Loomis has been saying the whole movie. Right. He doesn't even call him him. 
No. He says it. Yes. And the, this thing. When he makes the devil eyes speech. Yeah. The devil's eyes. Yeah. It's, it's He doesn't refer to Michael Myers as a person. Right. He's a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you know, I, I guess with, with, with the... After he puts, after he empties the whole, you know, the whole clip into him, he goes over the balcony, yeah. you know, and falls out of the house. And uh, like we said, he escapes. Yeah. Um, Loomis checks on Lori, I guess, like, are you okay? Yeah. And then he goes and looks out the window. This is maybe 30 seconds later. Right. And he's gone. His body's gone. It's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Disappeared. And then this is the very end. It like kind of shows the houses. The, the Halloween music's playing. Yeah. You kind of hear some breathing, and it's showing all the houses that were like where all this stuff happened. And it ends on the Myers house. Right. And it's kind of zooming in, and you hear the breathing like, yeah. more prominently. Like, right. He has returned to the house, I guess. Right. Um, and then that's the end of the film. Yeah. So, yeah. So there we go. He's around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be around for the next 30 years. You know, maybe if that sheriff just put some cops on the house like he was supposed to, they would have got him. Come on. It's... <laughs> it, it, it's it's one of the the most open and shut cases you can imagine. Yeah. Even if they get him before he kills Annie, or they get him just after one kill with Annie. Yeah. Um, you couldn't nab a murderer mm-hmm. more easily than Michael Myers because he's taking his time. He doesn't care if he's caught, mm-hmm. and he and he's he's not <sighs> hiding himself in any way. Right. I mean. This is the easiest catch. <laughs> yes, it is. The it sheriff is. should be able to... This bumbling idiot... I know. ...should be able to handle Michael Myers. With no deputies. Just him and his jacket <laughs> and and his, you know... Right. Like, yeah, th- th- this this could so easily be... Just stand be there behind Michael Myers and wait for him to bump into you. That's your move. <laughs> You're good at that. Just do that. <laughs> he backs into your chest and then handcuffs on him. That's it. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that yet. That's his his favorite move. He just needs to stand on a Haddonfield sidewalk and wait for Michael Myers to back into him. You're absolutely right. No police work necessary. Easy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. He spends his days perfecting this, probably. Uh-huh. Like, he doesn't do any police work. Oh, oh fuck man. that guy again. Yeah, absolutely. Do <laughs> uh, you have anything else you want to talk about with the movie, Dave? There's one other piece of bullshit that I, I have to get off my chest. Okay. Um, and, and it has nothing to do with, with the movie or John Carpenter, the man, you uh-huh. know, whatever. It's just Tommy wants Lori to do all these activities on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. And he, he rifles off like, you know, can we watch old movies? Can we do, uh, can, can we um, get candy? Yeah. Can we go trick-or-treating? Can we do can, pumpkins? Can, can we, we do pumpkins? Mm-hmm. He says, can we do pumpkins? Can we do jack-o'-lanterns? Mm-hmm. You know what's bullshit? What? Carving a jack-o'-lantern on Halloween night. Yeah, you got to do that beforehand. Yes, you do. It has to be like maybe weeks in advance. You have to have that being displayed at your house. It's the same th- idea of like if you trim the tree on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. What yeah, would be exactly. the point of that? <laughs> right. You know, ah, uh, it really bothered me. Yeah, yeah. And then the kid doesn't even help. No, that Lori's just watching bu- the thing while <laughs> she's in the kitchen doing all the work. She's in an apron in a kitchen at like 9 p.m. on Halloween night, making a jack-o'-lantern for what? For who? I don't know. I mean, it's gonna. It's uh, she's got to keep herself entertained, man, because <laughs> she's bored. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, poor Lori. I don't know, man. And also, I, I'd like to just mention that I I I like Jamie Lee Curtis a lot. Um, mm-hmm. we, we, I think we both do. I Not like only her. in this movie, yeah. but just in everything she's in. Um, like she's my favorite part of True Lies. She's great. Um, she's really good. She's so. Cool I don't know what my movie. favorite part is though. Like okay. about that movie. Okay, I just like all of it. I, I like the whole thing, of course. Bill but, Paxton's but... probably my favorite part. Oh man, damn it! <laughs> now we have a debate going. You're right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but yeah, her character is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I just, I'm, I'm partial to her. Um, I love Trading Places. Yes, like it's one of yes. my favorites. It's great. And she's also Hollywood royalty, of course. Yeah, she um, is. I mean, you know, her parents were, were also, like, I mean, they were legendary. Yeah, like um, Tony Curtis. And, and Janet Lee. Janet Lee. Yeah. And I mean, just, I know John Carpenter, he liked Jamie Lee Curtis mm-hmm. for the role, just based on her performance and, like, all that stuff. But, oh, yeah. But he knew going in, you know, all right, so this is Janet Lee's daughter. Yeah. This is going to be great publicity. Absolutely. You know, you know the star of Psycho, mm-hmm. uh, her daughter is now in Halloween as the star. Like, <laughs> Where a big knife is a prominent thing. I mean, so yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. That's publicity in itself. Exactly. You know, that writes itself. Exactly. <laughs> you, you can use that yeah. and also get a good actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Um, 
Yeah, so would you recommend the movie, Dave? Um, yes. I, I think that it's an important movie to see, like mm-hmm. like because just John Carpenter is he's one of the best filmmakers in America. Yeah. And he's great. You know, he he's so good and his 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 career is so long. And this is where he got to start, and it's not as good as his other stuff, but it's still it's still a lot of fun to sit through. Yeah. Um so yeah, three stars. Three stars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing three stars as well. Like I said before, it's a good movie, but yeah. it's not a great movie. Right. John Carpenter's done better stuff. Um, it might be the best Halloween movie. I haven't seen all of them. Mm. I know you like three a lot, but that's not Michael Myers. Right. That's so. just Tom Atkins, you know, like like conquering an Irishman, and I, I, which yeah. is weird. I, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I know a lot of people like the second one, too, because uh-huh. it kind of continues on from this. Yeah. Yeah. A light recommend for me. Okay. Just because um, I think for what I just said, that's why you should watch this movie. Of course. Uh, there's better slashers than this, but this is how it started. And it's still good enough, you know, where you could watch this. Yes. It's, it's good. So three stars, definitely. So that wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes, rate it, review it, and most of all, share it with other dudes because we need dudes listening to the dudes. That's right. If you don't listen to us on iTunes, we're on any other podcatcher. So search anywhere you get podcasts. You can find us, Dudes on Movies, or go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yeah, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Dudes on Movies, and our email address is dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Yeah, and we want to know an answer to the question of the week. So what's the question of the week, Dave? Okay, uh, well, as we said, one of the greatest one of the greatest we've ever had, what is your favorite John Carpenter movie? Tell us, and we, it's, it's got a lot of choices here. Yeah, and, the, and most of them are great. Yep. So please let us know. And stay tuned next week when we do 1999's Office Space, <laughs> directed by Mike Judge and starring Ron Livingston and Jennifer Aniston. We decided to do something fun yeah. after this Wow, terrifying horror months we've been doing. <laughs> right. I don't need to see Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer again. I need to see Office Space. Absolutely. Let's cleanse the palate. Yes. All yes. right. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.